0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with D.C. Matthews and Doc Manson. Dr. Manson, oh, oh, Dr. Manson, how is your beautiful face today? Um, I
1: think my face... Is beautiful as usual, Oh, Durangan Canyon at the DC Matthews. I mean, maybe you'd be better judge than I. I mean, I can I can see my face right now in a little corner of this, this Skype window, but I don't know if I'm the best judge. I mean, it's the only face I've got. I've always thought it was,
0: you know, all right. So Do you consider uh, yourself, generally speaking, an attractive person? Um I'm no GQ, but well. I mean, <laughs> there are very few who are. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not, it's not our fault I mean, we're I, not the son I, of I, Kurt uh, Russell. Well,
1: right. I mean, so on a scale of 1 to 10, GQ being a 10, I mean, I, I think I'd give myself a solid 7. I think, I think you know, I, I think okay of myself. I don't think I'm an 8. Maybe if I clean up, I'm an 8, Maybe. <laughs>
0: But, what would you What would you say is your best physical feature besides, of course, the obvious? I mean, yeah, the massive
1: shlong. But I mean, <laughs> besides that, um, uh, <sighs> hmm, my most prominent physical feature is my nose because it's gigantic.
0: I have never uh, looked at you and said you have a massive nose. You're no Triple H. I'm,
1: I think I'm. I'm. I think I think on a scale of one to Triple H, I'm a solid seven. DC eight on a good day.
0: Are you just, yeah, just are you just every t- every one to ten question? You're a seven, maybe an eight.
1: Yeah, I think so. Just about. Yeah. Um, unless you, who's you know the greatest curmudgeon that you know, in which case that's a scale of one to Doc Manson. So you know, um, I don't know. Maybe my hair. My, I think the fact that I, I've made it this far in life and I, and I still have a nice luscious, full head of hair. I don't know if I would have said that, you know, 20 years ago, but maybe now. Don't give me that nod. You asked me about my <laughs> best physical
0: <clears throat> attribute. Okay. You asked for this. No, I did. I did. No, no, go ahead. Talk about the things I don't have. Continue. <laughs> but,
1: but, I, talk, about your wash,
0: talk about your washboard abs next. Jackass. I wish. <laughs> I wish.
1: But yeah, uh, that's the problem, DC, is I don't have any of those. I don't have the abs. I don't have like the bulging biceps. I don't have the you know the the, the straining pectorals or the 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 cute ass. You know, I don't I don't know, like what what, you, what am I supposed to say? I, what sincere, would you say? I
0: sincerely hope that Mrs. Manson brings you something today, because we'll ask her what she thinks your best right. attribute again. Besides the obvious. She tells me I have a nice butt, but I don't know if I believe it. I think that's just something that she's saying just to be nice. I mean, I think maybe she thinks that, but I don't I don't see it. I one to 10 one. You know, I don't know what a 10 would be <laughs> a seven. <laughs> maybe an eight on a good day.
1: I mean, this is a difficult question. What would you say about yourself since we have to what's your best
0: physical attribute? And you can't say the goatee. No, I don't think that that's, that's too unkempt. Uh, the eyes, really? the eyes maybe. Oh, we you know
1: what? I've often heard, I think every lady in my life has told me that they are jealous of my eyelashes. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. That's fair. They're long and luscious and I don't do anything to them.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think I'd go with the eyes, the windows to the soul as it, as it were. Um, Otherwise, I think I have a sparkling personality. That's not physical. Nice try, though. I stand by what I said. (laughs) Mm. Uh, How's your week been? How many more weeks is there? You're slowly winding down.
1: Yeah, we've got, um, geez, not counting this week, I guess, three more weeks of classes. Wow. We're getting there. We're getting there.
0: What is is the summer? What is the summer? look like as far as you know is it is it other project work that you're going to be filling your time is it
1: yeah i mean i'll have some work to do um uh in regards to the 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 text that i'm writing Mm. i plan to implement that for the first time during summer session um so that'll be you know all hands on deck getting that thing ready to scale um, and of course, for summer, I'll be doing the lectures as well for the first time. So that's going to be a busy, busy six weeks, I would say. Mm-hmm. And after that, of course, is a scramble to scale everything up that we're going to need for the fall, mm-hmm. going from one summer class to, you
0: know, I don't know, 40 sections uh, in the fall is going to be so when, a thing. When does the money start rolling in? When are you just um, uh, Scrooge yeah. McDuck in it?
1: Never.
0: I don't know about that. I think, I think pretty soon you will be high atop your penthouse. Yeah, I wish. I wish. I think the only
1: penthouse I'm ever going to have is the one I had when I lived with you. Yeah, if you can call that a penthouse.
0: Yeah, third floor of <laughs> a I'm a duplex down the road from a dump. <laughs> That's your penthouse. Yeah, it was. You know, it was pretty great. Uh, I did not hear, uh, from, you know, too many of the besties, the, the tournaments were popular, but nobody has been, uh, suggesting that we, you know, continue them. So I didn't put anything, uh, together for a tournament. I suppose we could take a little break. We don't want to just become a tournament show. Uh, I mean, you already have one of those, don't you? Yeah, kind of, I suppose. Um. Uh, I suppose That's I do have the one of those. joy of booking. That would be with DC the joy Matthews. of booking. We are deep into host fight. I mean, we could do the host fight tournament right now if you want to do a crossover. Oh, I'm good. Thanks, though. <laughs> for half a second, you said I'm good. I'm like, hey, let me pull it. No, no, he meant no. <laughs> he meant no. That's okay. Oh my goodness. Uh, what are you asking for for the birthday? We're both we're both April babies. Uh, we got birthdays coming up
1: uh the missus did pose that question this last weekend what do you want for your birthday and i said nothing like i didn't really think about it i said ah you know nothing i'll think about it i don't know Just, i don't know there's nothing i really want that i can think of off the top of my head maybe you know i'll put together you know a
0: wwe 2k 22 i do not thank you do you um
1: is that what you're asking for for your birthday i mentioned it you know the the Oh brother, wait! You mentioned this on the show already. Actually,
0: I the brother-in-law yeah. and the the in-laws tend to ask, and they like something frivolous like that. So I did. Yeah, you know, I would be willing to check it out. Universe mode always holds some appeal to me, so I'd be willing to let someone else pay for it and then, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, give it a try.
1: I don't know. I don't think I. I mean, I don't really have anybody in my life that does buy me gifts other than my wife. So, um,
0: I don't know. Um, do you do you celebrate your birthday with the with the parentals, sort of. Do they call and just say happy birthday? That's
1: yeah, mostly. I mean, maybe we'll do a dinner or something, but that's about it.
0: Mm. Yeah,
1: Not, nothing too fancy. Don't make too big of a deal out of it. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you know, it, our birthdays <laughs> tend to fall on when it is for for us public school teachers uh, most of the time April april vacation so we are you know we are heading away to an island for a couple of uh days which will be lovely and uh you know checking out some new places and doing something like that but uh yeah it's not me you know it's 39 you know what i mean it's it's, so it is 39 so it is. I know yeah. you don't often like stop and think about your age, but yeah, no, no.
1: I mean, I probably, will, I'll probably be thinking about it more this time next year where I'm like, Oh, I'm turning 40.
0: I, I look uh, forward to those podcasts to just have this, you know, the, as we both within 72 hours of each other hit 40 years old, ah. and <clears throat> we are reflecting on, all right. Well, I'll see you I've next already week. got
1: my midlife crisis car and, you know, I'm going to be rolling in all how that extra the, money the soon. Mustang? Uh, how is
0: the Mustang going?
1: Uh, it's good. Uh, it's good. You no named, complaints. You named her? Um, car. No, I haven't named it. It's a car. I, I don't
0: know. Some people name their vehicles. Do you name your vehicles? I think you
1: do. I think you said uh, you did.
0: I did. You know, The first car being the color of toothpaste, that was the Colgate Bomber. Mm. Um, and then the next car, which was a piece of garbage, was the Merlot Bomber. Uh <laughs> No this one this one you know we all just used. called it the jimmy but you know yeah. yeah yeah the jimmy that was broken on the side of the road more often than not
1: i wanted i wanted to get um uh like a a mini cooper like a not the cooper but like a, the uh the countryman the slightly bigger version of the cooper sure and you know that one's got it you know it's got the rounded headlights and it's kind of it's kind of curvy and all that and i was going to if I got it, I was gonna get it all jet black, and I was gonna call that one Elvira. That was the only plan I ever had to name <laughs> a car. But
0: that's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's not a bad but idea at
1: no. all. That that's yeah, that's it. This card, I I did not, uh, I did not name. Although I will say, so my wife works with a whole bunch of you know different people uh, at the at the university, at high schools, et cetera, et cetera. There is this one guy. Whose name is, I'm essentially making this up, but like the guy's last name is essentially like Thorson, right? Okay. And he goes by Thor, all right? That's not his first name. Yeah. He just goes by Thor.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't like this guy
1: already. Right? And so she was telling me about this, and I was like, thinking, I was was thinking about it for half a second. I was like, you know, because like where I work now... Like, they have, like, the online systems where, like, you can go in, you can put in your preferred name, like, you can get your preferred name printed on your ID badges and things. And I started thinking about it, and I said to her, I think I'm going to start going by (laughs) Star-Lord. She encouraged me, so maybe that'll be what I do for my 39th birthday.
0: There you go. Dr. (laughs) Star-Lord. Dr. Star-Lord Manson makes it even better. It does. It does.
1: Can we call you Peter
0: Quill? No, you can't.
1: (laughs) No, not at all.
0: (laughs) Star-Lord. Did you consider, like, Iron Man or... No, I just
1: thought Star-Lord was way more ridiculous than Iron Man, so...
0: You know, interestingly enough, I remember learning years and years ago that, uh, you know, Ireland, one of the countries uh, of my ancestors... The land um, of Ire, yes, yeah. had been, had been kind of conquered by the Norse and the Vikings, and I had learned that uh, a name that may or may not mean something to me uh, was probably descended from one of the one of the Norse gods, and I did think that was very very cool. But I did not ever think about, oh, well, everyone should call me by that name and walk around, (laughs) you know. Uh, We have discussed there's um, my in-laws had a dog named Thor, I believe, like a golden retriever named Thor, Hmm. which I thought was very cute. And now my brother-in-law has a dog named Loki. And so I was like, I would name a dog Odin. I think that's a cool name for a dog. I don't think I'm gonna walk around and be like, "Call me Odin." I also wanted to name the dog Sif. Okay, I, my wife pointed out that that might be misconstrued by people who aren't comic book fans. Syphilis. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? What was your reference? The lady Sif in the in the comics and in Norse mythology. But yeah, I could I could see you don't want to be walking around looking for a lost dog named Siffy or Sif that's just going to seem weird so uh what's on your mind what do you want to, how, how do you want to steer this conversation because we did tournaments that was you know that was sort of the bulk of the last month or so um, we can discuss well, our favorite I- we could discuss our favorite food items since i did hear today that the spicy chicken nuggets are making their way back at certain mcdonalds
1: Oh, that's interesting. I mean, I was going to start by just asking you how you enjoyed WrestleMania. Ah, uh, And uh, Stand and Deliver? Is that the name of that show? NXT? It was
0: difficult to, you know, I watched it. How much I processed, you know, when you've had your first cold for the first time in two years and change. um, you know, I was grateful that I took two COVID tests. they were both negative, so it was nice to just be sick,, uh, and not have to worry that I was, you know going to have to go to a hospital or something like that. But at the same time. Um, I watched the shows, but I can't say I was paying super attention. They weren't bad. I do recall taking notes after the fact, I think. um on stand and deliver and now of course the news of today is that one half of uh, the tag team MSK that won the t- NXT tag team titles uh, supposedly has been released following oh. abuse allegations from oh. his uh, former girlfriend former wife Kimberly who we watched in the May mm-hmm. Young Classic I think she actually won the thing
1: um, I don't remember what
0: her name was in the WWE system, but she was accusing him of abuse. And now he's been released. It seemed like there is,
1: wow, that's a quick release, but
0: his, his current girlfriend, wife had claims that there is evidence that clears his name and she will be, you know, she was going to post it, but she figured she'd wait for the courts and a defamation lawsuit and all of that type. I don't know. All I know is, uh, according to Twitter, um, it appears that that nash carter has been released and i don't even know. know who that is one um did you watch impact at the time of what were they called the radicals the 3x division wrestlers Trey Miguel and others maybe not so much maybe nah, i, I, I have no i don't even know if the radicals were the right name um They came from two-thirds of the group came to the WWE. One of them stayed in Impact. Um, Okay. Probably because he looks so much like Ricochet that they'd just be be the brother. Uh, But, you know, WrestleMania, the parts that I watched, I remember enjoying. Um, It had some great moments, especially night one. I am hoping you watched at least some of it in hindsight, but I don't know. What what what'd you do? Had, what had you spend your weekend? Nothing? You got nothing? I,
1: I didn't watch any of it. No, not one not one bit of it. I feel better for it, I think. Okay. Yeah, I nothing. don't know. I, I really I, I honestly uh, I don't really know much of what happened. I know Cody Rhodes returned as was the worst kept secret of the last sure you know, three months. Um I know that Roman Reigns became the first undisputed WWE, WWE Universal, Universal champion. champion. Yes, or uwu champion.
0: <laughs> <laughs> UU Champion. Oh, that's amazing! I didn't put that together. Uh huh.
1: So your first UU Champion, Roman Reigns. That's great. Ulu. Yeah. Um. That's that's pretty much. Well. Oh, I mean, I know that Steve Austin did a thing, yeah. and from what I was saw, like it sounded like it was more substantial than maybe what we had predicted. So, sure. I'd actually, I'd like to hear about that. Like, what? Because I don't actually know the full details. Okay, was that actually a match? What? What was that? Some so, people calling it a
0: match. So the so leading up to WrestleMania, I heard rumors that um, Stone Cold was going to have a match with Kevin Owens. And some people loved that idea. Other people, myself included, hated that idea because it could not go it could not go well. I just couldn't possibly see how it could go well. Then you hear rumors that Vince McMahon is going to have a match. And I'm like, oh, that's worse. That's so much worse. You remember the last time Vince McMahon was entering? I don't even
1: know if it was the last time, but I just I just remember Vince McMahon versus Bret Hart at WrestleMania. It was probably 10 years ago, and that
0: was atrocious. Well, so. I'll, I'll tell you, Doc, both of those rumors turned out were true. So they actually had a match. So, okay, I'll do two nights, night one, yeah. Kevin Owens show, main events, night one, Kevin Owens comes out, talking, Austin comes out, crowd goes, cuckoo bananas, they're in Texas austin's there he comes out he goes backstage he gets on his little quad he's driving around the ring everyone loves that
1: eh, that's too bad
0: uh atv who would do you know Austin uh, owen says you know i said i wanted to talk i lied i actually want to fight you i want to fight you
1: in a you match
0: can. right uh-huh. now no oh. holds barred let's go and they had now austin never took his shirt off thankfully Um, But they had a surprisingly good. Did a bell ring. Yes. The referee came down. A bell rang. And it was a great match for what it was. It was a no holds barred match. They brawled through the crowd. They did stuff out on the outside. They like, you know, um, Owens did everything he could to make Austin look like the Texas Rattlesnake of old. Austin took a couple, not many, a couple of bumps, including he took a stunner from Kevin Owens. Uh, but in the end, Austin hits the stunner. Austin pins Owens. Night one ends with Stone Cold doing beer toasts and all of that.
1: Ah, what a great final match. Now he can retire and his legends can fade into obscurity, having beaten. His all-time greatest nemesis, <laughs> Kevin Owens.
0: Night two. Uh, the match is Pat McAfee, a SmackDown commentator, yep. versus Austin Theory, who is Vince McMahon's new pet project, protege, whatever. Uh, Vince comes out as almost like a manager. Sits at ringside, watches the match. Pat McAfee wins. Uh Fairly impressively, there's a spot you can see on Twitter. It's, it's, it's pretty viral at this point. Uh, they're on the top rope. McAfee looks like he's going for a superplex. Austin pushes him off. Uh, McAfee backflips off the top rope, lands on his feet, runs over, jumps up onto the top rope without touching the bottom or middle rope, just standing vertical leap onto the top rope like he's Kofi Kingston, hits the superplex. Um, clearly McAfee is an athlete. So McAfee wins that match. Vince is jawing with McAfee. McAfee, I believe, kind of invites Vince into the ring. Vince teases it, teases it. You don't think it's going to happen. And all of a sudden, Vince has taken off the suit jacket. He's taken off the button-up shirt. He's got the traditional black tank top on that he usually wrestled in. And he and Pat McAfee have, again, it's like two minutes and 45 seconds. Not much happens, but they technically have a match. Uh, Austin Theory, of course, interferes. Vince McMahon wins that match. Supposedly okay. the first time Vince McMahon has ever won at WrestleMania. Um, they're celebrating. They're celebrating. The glass breaks. Austin comes back out, unadvertised. We don't expect to see him. He shows up at night, too. Uh, and we get a face-off of Austin and Vince. I implore you. I beseech you. I beg you, Doc. Please go. I'd prefer right now. And find the video or the gif of Vince taking Probably his final actually, no, let me scratch that. What is supposed to be his final stunner? Cause it's so bad. They were always bad though. Uh, Okay. You watch this one and then tell me what you think. Cause I, I haven't watched it in great detail frame by frame, but I think what happened is in the moment Vince forgot that Austin does a boot to the stomach before the stunner. So he gets the kick to the stomach. I don't know if he like leaned into it and actually got kicked in the stomach, but he recoils. He almost drops to his knees just from the kick. Austin's trying to pick. You got to seeing see it. this. I'm seeing it. It's very hard to describe, but it's amazing. No, it's not. It's terrible. <laughs>
1: It looks like a man who shouldn't be in the fucking ring. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, Austin, to his credit, laughs about it as he's, of course, toasting
1: beers. Back in the day, didn't Vince used to like do like the whole like uh, seizure? Yes, yeah. And he's not doing that at all here. He's just um, stock you know, still dead. I
0: don't know if this was the plan or not, but he toasts Pat McAfee and then, of course, gives McAfee the stunner. McAfee sells it like a million bucks flopping all over the place um so i don't like the flop
1: i think the flop is dumb like it's entertaining but it's I mean, the movie's is called the stunner right I, like i Not feel the like flopper yeah like it's supposed to just like disconnect your your brain for a second because you know you're 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 jamming the bottom of the jaw into the guy's shoulder into your shoulder and up into his skull and basically causing him to to black out like yeah you should just Drop like like you know Mick Foley used to take in the stunner. Like he that's is, the right way he to is take.
0: Probably it. the best. I think The Rock started doing the like back roll, flop over thing, yeah. and then Shawn Michaels did the jumping in the air. Um, either way, yeah. uh, you know I'm watching. It's the it's Sunday morning. I'm watching Austin versus Owens. I'm in bed. Mrs. Matthews is next to me. She's on her on her phone, checking the morning news and all of that stuff. And she looks up and sees what's happening. And she's like, is that Steve Austin? Yeah. Didn't Steve Austin beat his wife? Yeah. And then she looks it up and she's like, Oh no, not only did he beat one wife cause he's been married four times. I, uh, then he also beat up his girlfriend. And she was like, why are we, so, you know, why are we happy to see him? And I was like, that's a very good question because, you know, and I, we just saw somebody was released for allegedly, uh, abusing a, you know, a partner. Uh, and yet as people are pointing out now, you've got riddle, you've got Austin theory, you've got Dable Gable Stevenson, who's the new, you know, golden boy, NCAA champion, Olympic champion, supposedly, uh, you know, what? From what, again, from what I'm seeing, may have raped someone and got away with it due to a loophole in the state of Minnesota, but he's now going to be, I'm sure. F- allegedly. Future WWE champion, allegedly, we should say. Um, you know, it's a it's a weird thing to watch wrestling. You got to kind of put some of that away, I suppose. But um, all in all, I would say it was good. Cody coming, you know, Cody's... Return was very good. He was obviously into it. He and Seth Rollins had a great match. Bianca and Becky had a very good match. Um, I'm sure other stuff happened that was of interest. It's lost to me right now. Stand and Deliver was okay. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it was a kind of crazy crazy week in wrestling Samoa Joe showing up on AEW tonight pretty sure he's got a match you gonna watch that
2: no probably not
1: okay I'm not I just I don't know I'm not I'm not into wrestling that much these days I'm always happy to watch an AEW pay-per-view again that's kind of a social event thing I enjoy the wrestling when I see it but you know it's weird though right because like for years you've been telling me all you have to watch are the pay-per-views. yeah. And I think that's true of AEW. Um, it's just it's too bad that I have to pay for those pay-per-views instead of paying 9 dollars for the WWE. Netflix. I gotta think. But I, I, I view the AEW's pay-per-views as being more worth it than the, just the time that I would have to spend to watch a WWE pay-per-view. I have no interest sure. in WWE.
0: Uh, Well, if you were to watch AEW today, from what I can see, uh, Samoa Joe versus one of the guys from The Acclaimed, Christian Cage versus Adam Cole, the Hardys versus the Butcher and the Blade and the Tables match, FTR against the Young Bucks, Tony Storm is supposed to make an appearance, so... Yeah, I look
1: like, for. I look forward to seeing Samoa Joe on their next pay per view.
0: Yeah, it, you know it looks like it's it's a good show. I have similar issues again. I wasn't going to watch Raw, although I was tempted to try to figure out a way to do it because you know, is Roman supposedly tore his tricep in the main event? I did not watch the main event. Let me come right out and say it. Um, I did. You know, Monday morning, I'm getting ready to go to work and. I'm watching and I have to like actually start leaving for work before the main event comes on. So I just skipped it. Apparently, it was good for a Roman and Brock match, but I believe Roman tore his tricep, which I would imagine needs to be fixed or needs to heal. I don't think they're going to take the title off of him. So he's probably just going to, you know, be the champion without defending the title. But.
1: It's. You know, I saw a gif of Sami Zayn getting body slammed uh, well, by a little person.
0: Yeah, many members of the uh, Jackass TV show showed up. People were praising that match, Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville, um, for being a 90s uh, hardcore match. I will also, full disclosure, I didn't watch that match. I didn't watch the Logan Paul match. We have an email about the Logan Paul match, but I didn't watch that because... I don't need to watch celebrities wrestle. I don't. Uh, no no interest. Mrs. Manson, please don't leave. Please don't leave, don't leave Mrs. Manson. Okay, uh, what do you
1: want me to ask her?
0: I would like to know, according to Mrs. Manson, what is your husband's best physical asset besides, <laughs> of course, the obvious? <laughs> don't
2: lean back at that moment. <laughs>
1: She has to get to the microphone.
2: Oh, oh I see. <laughs> He's got nice hair. It's got speckles of like auburn in it. And when it gets long, it's really nice. And I love him. What a great answer. What
0: a was great that answer. that the
2: wrong answer? No,
0: that was a perfect answer. That was a perfect answer. And once again... Mentioning something I don't have, so get the hell out of here, Mrs. Manson. <laughs> <out of> here. <laughs> and
1: I'll
0: probably lose it tomorrow, so you know. I don't think that's true. Uh, how long does she want it? Does she want it like brushing the shoulders? Oh,
1: I don't know. I haven't really consulted her. What'd she bring you?
0: Soft pretzel. I was going to say, that's what it looked like. I got some pretzel crisps off here. I'm just... Not feeling like. I think I'm. I think moment. I'm going for
1: the, the Markiplier look from like. Of course you are. A
0: year or two ago. Uh, have you watched in space with Markiplier? I can't even bring myself to do that. No. No. I watched a heist with Markiplier, and it was good. Like from uh, a from a sketch perspective, like there were parts of it that I was like, okay, I I can appreciate this. I just
1: don't have an interest in that stuff. I don't know. I'll watch and play appreci- video games, but.
0: I appreciate a the idea of a choose your own adventure story on YouTube. I think that's interesting. As someone who loved choose your own adventure books as a kid, I find that idea really interesting. Um, I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Although maybe it doesn't, I'm just not aware of it. But again, um, like it,
1: it like. It's sort of a weird fit, but at the same time, it's not a weird fit. It's like the exact same thing he does in all of his videos. Because he plays video games. And in video games, he's always making choices. So like it's when you watch him, it is a choose your own adventure, but he's choosing the adventure. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. you choosing it. So I,
0: but Yeah, but the issue is like with a vid, you know, I don't want to say most. I can't generalize. A lot of the video games that I've seen him play. Unless it's one of like the multiple, it's linear.
2: Somewhat. I watch, I'm almost through his entire
1: playlist of scary games, which has like, you know, 400 videos or something. Sure. So I don't know. There's a good mix, I would say. But you're right. A lot of, a lot of video games are linear experiences. Yeah. That's
0: true. That's, that, true. that's kind of how I felt about, I remember years ago watching another gamer play God of War. Like I watched the entire thing. Mm-hmm. But that's a very linear game. You are playing through this story. There's very little that you are deciding outside of what your, you know, what your armor is or what it looks like. Sure. Like you're playing this, you know, it's a movie that you have some brief customizable um, aspects for. Uh, but yeah, yeah, you know, I, I could watch more wrestling. I have the time. I could watch more wrestling. You're better off without it. I don't even know about that. It just, it seems lately the last month, month and a half, it seems like a lot of effort. Whereas I could go onto YouTube and just watch something on YouTube. That's not wrestling. And you know, it's usually an eight to 15 minute clip and then I find something else. And that just seems to hold my interest more than, than that. I don't know. I'm assuming it's me, but again, WrestleMania, I will say from a memorability standpoint, there were more moments I think that people will remember in this one than have happened in quite a while. Not since probably when like Rollins came out and won uh, cashed in money in the bank. It's been a while 31. So it's been like seven years, but you've got the Austin thing, the Vince thing, um, Cody's return, uh, Bianca and Becky's entrances were pretty good. Those will be something that's played back. Uh, Taker coming out to be in the Hall of Fame, Triple H coming out and leaving the boots in the ring to officially retire. Like, there were some good moments. So,
1: okay. I'm glad you enjoyed it, what you saw, what you chose to watch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, you that's all you can do. All right. Well, let's get into the emails. We had two when I sat down this evening. We now have six. Thank you to all of our wondrous wondrous besties uh the first one podcast at ddtwrestling.com of course the first one comes from nate weekly email incoming
1: hello gentlemen i have absolutely no expectations or real hope for wrestlemania i'm happy to say the whole weekend was a triumph not to drag aew into it but i'm gonna drag aew into it aew always overstays its welcome and most matches go on way too long only two matches went over 20 minutes between both nights of WrestleMania. All matches all matches were fun, entertaining, and kept my interest. NXT TakeOver was great as well, but Cody and Seth was my favorite match of the weekend. I hope you both enjoyed what you watched and had an overall nice weekend. Two quick questions for you guys. What is your fondest memory from your college days? If you could cast yourselves in any iconic movie role, what would you choose? Much love, DC and Doc. I appreciate you both a lot. Love hearing from you and talking when possible. Have a great night. Your bestie, Nate.
0: Hmm. Thank you, Nate, for the email. The email. What? What? Uh, The email. Fondest memory from college. (sighs) Wilson? does come to mind it does yeah
1: i'm more proud of wilson than i am of jihad i'll say
0: that was what i was visualizing yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) um yeah yeah that was that was good you know we lived together for four years yeah um and that was probably the most fun because then we were living with people we didn't know, mm. and then we're living off campus, which again was fun. I would, I would bring up come back anytime.
2: Oh yeah, that was good.
0: <laughs> you know, and the random video games and the you know hours of World of Warcraft type stuff. Um, but at that point, we're in grad school. We have long term relationships. We're yeah. you know.
1: I will uh, say, looking back on it, one of my fondest memories that doesn't involve you, although you sure. probably were involved in part of the evening. Uh, I remember, because I was, I was over in the dorm where you lived, and I was definitely inebriated. So I'm sure you were involved in, in parts of this. Yes. But at some point, we went downstairs. Maybe you were probably with me, in fact. We were go- probably going over to the, the convenience store. Yeah. Um, and anyways, I ran into somebody who at this point... I probably only knew for less than a semester um, and who would later go on to become my wife. um, And I recall picking her up and placing her into a trash receptacle. (laughs) And I'm pretty fond of that memory.
0: Because it becomes your, she becomes your wife. Like, did you pick up other people and put them in trash receptacles and this is just a special one or.
1: I'm trying to think. I've definitely put other people in trash receptacles, but this one has special meaning for me.
0: Yeah. Um, we could unpack that. Why do, why do you <laughs> put people in trash kits? Uh, I I have a, a memory of, I think it was the beginning of sophomore year, the end of sophomore year. Uh, my wife was living at the time with... Uh, tall guy's girlfriend that you just hated, if I remember correctly.
1: So which girlfriend is this? Because the there's feline, been a few. The,
0: f- the feline one. Yeah, okay. Yeah,
1: okay. Um, I mean, I'll be honest, I never really had a problem with her. The thing that I didn't like was the way he was around her. He's always fair. He's always had Issues. I feel like when he becomes, um, part of a relationship, he changes his behavior quite a bit, a lot. Mm. And I I think that was one of the first times that it really, I really, really noticed that. Sure. And um, so yeah, I don't know. I probably had more to do with him than really it had to do with her. Looking back on it,
0: ah, now I'm wondering if it was no, it couldn't have been freshman year because they didn't live together freshman year, um. But, like, I helped them move. Like, I helped, like, move a TV up into their room or I took, brought it out to the, again, beginning of the year, end of the year is a little blurry for me. Uh, but that is one of the first times I really noticed the woman who would become my wife and was like, hi, you're gorgeous. Okay. Hi. I need to know you more than I know you right now. Um so that's what's. And and again, he meant biblically, folks. Biblically. We did we did study religion together, yeah. There you go. Uh you know, all of the we would go to the dining hall that was in our building and we would sit there for hours. And it would be this rotating group cuz some people would go to class, I never did, but some people would go to class and then they'd come back from class and we're still there. And, you know, the puppeteer friends are making these giant creations out of the leftover food and the silverware. You know, I don't want to go back and recreate much of college, but that and just the relaxed. We have no major obligations. None of a, like being in college debt didn't matter when you're 19. Right. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't really process that. You didn't even I know what have, it meant. Probably. Yeah you're like oh yeah no i'm taking this money and they're giving it to me now and then you know later they'll say okay great thanks biggest scam in existence um if i could cast myself in any iconic movie role ooh <sighs> <sighs> hmm.
1: that's a tough one yeah i'd be tempted to say ash or something from the of Evil course. Dead. But at the same time, I, I, I wouldn't want to rob the world of, of the greatness that is Bruce Campbell in that role. So I, I don't know. Like, definitely impartial to that, those movies, of course. But
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think about, you know, like, I think of iconic movie roles. I don't see myself in
2: any of them. I'm not a good choice to play Hannibal Lecter. No. Nah. T-
0: so I'm trying to think, like... I'd I, like
2: to see you play Eddie
0: Valiant from Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's one of the nicest things I think you've ever said to me. That would be fantastic. I'd like to see that. I think you could pull that off well. Um. You know, I could. I could see... You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's, 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 it's a very nice thing. Um, I could see you doing, well, obviously, I've seen you do uh, Clue. Oh, sure. And that would, that would totally work. Uh, I could see you doing Brad from Rocky Horror. Okay. All right.
1: Um, I'd be more comfortable as Frank but that's all right. I, I, in my head, I was
0: kind of like, I kind of want you to play both. Like, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Doc Manson's one man show.
2: <laughs> oh, um,
0: man, I'd love to be Janet. <laughs> uh, you know, you get GQ to play Rocky, and that's the there only you other go. person. Yeah. The yeah, I
1: definitely need him there. Um, little gold speedo.
0: Yeah, I could see you playing Lebowski.
1: I don't think I'm cool if enough grew, for that. If
0: you grew that great hair out, I could yeah. see you playing Lebowski. Oh, man. Excellent questions, Nate. Uh, always love getting your emails. Our next one comes from Glenn. Wrestle Silly.
1: Hi, guys. It's well-documented in previous episodes that Bobby Heenan on a camel is top of the WrestleMania Silly List. Of course. But with the debut of Mark Henry and Mae Young's son in the Sammy Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville nonsense this weekend, what other wrestle silly or downright stupid moments in WrestleMania history stand out for you both? Thanks as always, Glenn. The gimmick battle royal.
0: I, I was reminded of that thing. because, you know, Bobby Heenan and Mean Gene are doing commentary, and I yeah. think the Iron Sheik's on the way to the ring. And this is WrestleMania 17. And Bobby Heenan makes a joke. By the time he gets to the ring, it's going to be WrestleMania 38, ah. which is the one that just happened. Right. Like, we're, we're finally there. Um, that's a good one. Um, somebody on, on Twitter said this was WrestleMania 3, I think, has King Kong Bundy along oh. with two. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- what's the proper term now? Little it's person? A- Two yeah, two little person wrestlers against hillbilly Jim and two little person wrestlers. That to me had some Wrestle Silly moments in it. Um, I want to say like Doink and Dink, Pink Wink of and course, Stink, but that yeah. was Survivor Series, not WrestleMania. Oh, okay, yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, I I mean, this is this really isn't Wrestle Silly, but I I think in some ways it is. Um, Giant Gonzalez. Always, always now comes to mind when I think yeah. of
0: WrestleSilly. There are some WrestleSilly moments in this match, but I think this match is amazing. The Hollywood backlot brawl from WrestleMania 12, Gold Dust versus Roddy Piper.
1: Is that the one where they're feuding on the back of a um, a truck?
0: No. <laughs> that is the That is the king of the road match. Also featuring Dusted Rhodes.
1: Yeah, that's might be um, why I'm thinking of it.
0: No, this is the one where they're fighting in a Hollywood backlot and then... They eventually, Goldust gets into his gold car. Roddy Piper gets into his car, which is oh, a white the Bronco. Ford Bronco, yeah. Yeah, the Bronco. And we get them shots of the OJ thing. And then That's it comes back good. into the arena. Goldust gets stripped out of his outfit. He's got women's lingerie on underneath, which was scandalous at the time. Um, yeah, I, I would say those would be the ones to me. Uh, all of the build up to WrestleMania goes Hollywood where they're reenacting all the good like the scenes and like they're trying to getting auditioning people to do like De Niro's role in taxi driver. You talking to me?
1: I don't know if I remember remember that.
0: No. When was that? The Eugene era. I think. Oh, okay. This was around the time of the very Royal rumble. That's right. Okay. All right. So yeah, it's WrestleMania goes Hollywood. I think they have like Eddie Guerrero and Booker T playing parts from Pulp Fiction. And you know, I'm sure there's gotta
1: be something with the hurricane and Rosie and the rock that's out of this world, but
0: I, I enjoy, it might also be, no, I think this was 18. It was like when the hardcore title was defended 24 seven and Molly Holly has won the title and she's running down a hallway backstage and there's a door that the top half and the top half opens and just knocks her out. And Christian pins her. That was fun. I think it was Christian. Uh, yeah, there's been some silly, silly stuff. You know, I don't want to count the Snooki fiasco, but uh, there's been some silly things. And speaking of silly, I thought it was going to be silly. It turns out it wasn't. Jeremy, the other half of the piece of business podcast, push Logan Paul. Where does Logan Paul
1: rank amongst the wrestlers that worked a match on episode one of season 38 of WrestleMania? I'm asking you to list him on a list of wrestlers. <laughs> Would make a great podcast, if I'm being honest. Listfully yours, Jeremy. Uh, I just want to remind everybody. uh, Let me see here. (laughs) On December 31st, 2017, Logan Paul uploaded a vlog to his YouTube channel depicting the recently deceased corpse of a man who had died by hanging himself at the base of Mount Fuji in Japan in an area known as the Suicide Forest due to its infamy as a suicide site. And later controversies, February 9th, 2018, YouTube suspended all advertising on Paul's channels due to a pattern of behavior, referring to a joke he retweeted about the Tide Pod Challenge, and then animal abuse removing a fish from his pond to jokingly give it CPR, and then another video in which he tasered two dead rats. Sorry, Jeremy, Logan Paul's not a good heel. He's a bad human being, and I don't want to really entertain that at all. I just had to say that again out loud for people who aren't familiar with Logan Paul.
0: I don't hold it against Jeremy. It makes me glad we didn't have YouTube. There are moments where I'm like, we would have had fun with YouTube. Sure. And maybe just maybe would have had some sliver of fame. But I could also see us being like, we got to do some you know, controversy creates cast.
1: In January 2019, Paul remarked on his podcast, what is it, male-only March? We're going to attempt to go gay for just one month. He received widespread criticism for implying that being gay is a choice. In March 2019, Paul released a video exploring the flat earth theory in the video. He interviewed many self-proclaimed flat earthers and spoke at the 2018 flat earth international conference, which took place in Denver, Colorado. He's a bad person.
0: So you think because he's a flat earther, he's a bad person.
1: That just means he's ignorant.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I'm just making sure we delineate between. Okay. He's a bad person and he's ignorant. Yes, he's stupid, which is fine. All right, then in which case, let's move on. Uh, we have two messages here from your wife. Um, neither of them, I think, are going to yell at me for telling her to get out of here for talking about your hair. Uh, a message from Manson Manor. Dear DC and Doc. Dear DC. Today I was working for Manson Manor with a particularly clingy Oscar Yes. On days with no sunbeams, he gets especially needy, which I definitely don't mind too much. He stayed close, curled up on the bath mat when I took a shower, and joined in on my afternoon meeting from the comfort of my lap. Being home alone with him, I talked to him pretty much as if he were a human, and I know he understands me most of the time. Come. Go out. Hungry. All words I know he understands, but it made me wonder if you could ask your pet a question and they could answer you in actual words you understood, what would you ask? DC, you can use your parents' jackalope for this question. Audi 5000, Mr. M. Huh. I believe she's going to address the Mr. M uh, in her second email. All right. Uh, not the dear D-E-E-R, DC and Doc. I assume she sent this on her phone. I, I would guess way. so. Either way, either way. Uh, if you could ask Oscar a question, mm. and Oscar would respond to you in words. What would you ask? Who do you love
2: more? <laughs> okay.
0: Let's be real glad that that doesn't happen. Because <laughs> it's the end of a marriage right there. That's what that is. <laughs> She's the one putting you in a trash can, sir. Yeah, more than likely. Um, I would like to ask my parents' dog, Pearl. Um if she is, in fact, a white German Shepherd, because she does not present, in many ways, like one. There's part, like, Samoyed. It's part, like I said, jackrabbit, jackalope with the huge ears. I feel like she's not purebred, and my parents should get some money back. Uh, Mrs. Manson's second email. Also, not sure why I'm suddenly missed her in my signature in the message I just sent. Typo I didn't catch before I pressed send. Oops. I assure you, I'm not having an identity crisis. Still, good old Mrs. M here. Bonus picture of Oscar on the bath mat today for your trouble attached toodles, Mrs. M. So here is my question. Yeah. In email one, Mrs. Manson mentioned that Oscar curled up on the bath mat while she took a shower. In email two, we see Oscar on said bath mat is mrs manson naked when she took this photo the, no that was not the question i was going to oh. ask i was just wondering does she have her do you bring your phone with you to the bathroom when you are showering obviously you're not bringing it in the shower with you but do you like put music on and set it up nearby uh no but it's i, I mean i think
1: it's usually in the bathroom yes because it's usually in my pocket and so I will take it out and leave it on the counter by the sure. sinks. But it's, you know, okay. it's it's a, it's a large room. Sure. The master bath here is sizable. So, yeah.
0: Expansive. New yeah.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I would say, state. yeah, usually I'd say my phone is sitting on the counter there while I am
0: yeah. taking care of business. I have tried once or twice to bring... Uh, it in and play music or a podcast but when the water hits my head i can't hear anything outside of the shower
1: i used to have a a bluetooth speaker that was you know waterproofed, so i could play music and podcasts while i was in the shower but i I just stopped using it i don't remember why my
0: brother in law bought me a bluetooth speaker one time and i think i used it once and then i have no idea where it is but i haven't i don't remember throwing it away so it's somewhere in this house but Well, Oscar, adorable as always. Thank you, Mrs. M. Danielle, hello again.
1: Hey, guys. Sending out an email to say hello and to ask a question. What would you talk about if you were on a talk show with your least favorite host? You would have to record so there's no way out of the obligation. Okay, that's all I have for this week. Uh, Looking forward to listening to this week's episode. Big old cheerful smiley emoji.
0: Danielle is. Do you have a least favorite talk show host?
1: Hmm. I was on a talk show with my least favorite host. Well, I guess it would be a show all about. Mostly about wrestling, although maybe sometimes we talk, we talk about my life. Sometimes I talk about video games? Um, you know. Yeah. Alongside my least favorite host.
2: Wow. Thanks. GQ.
1: <laughs> no, no. You bet. Um, I don't know.
0: Um, I don't know if I have a least favorite talk show host. You know, I, 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 the things I see from Tucker Carlson, I don't like. Is that a talk uh,
1: show? Or
0: does she mean more
1: like a Murray or Murray? Murray. Murray. Murray
0: or uh, Jerry Is Joe Springer. Rogan a talk- Is Joe Rogan a talk show?
1: I guess, again, I guess it does a podcast count. I don't know.
0: You know, because I don't love some of the stuff that Joe Rogan says, although I've listened to many of his episodes over the past decade or so that aren't bad. Um, You know, is it like a late night? Am I doing panel on like a late night show? with like Jimmy Fallon, I guess. Does that count? Jimmy Fallon is amongst my
1: least favorite hosts. Yeah. And I don't imagine I would talk about very much because he'd be mostly just laughing at his own jokes.
0: Yeah. You want, you know, and and now there's just games. Now they're playing games with celebrities. That's what some of these things have become now. Here, let's, you know, we're going to put random objects in a box and you're going to try to guess what's in my box and everyone's going to laugh at the name of the game. Nice. So. What's in your box, DC? Um. Do I have a box near me? Uh the the Seltzer. Snapdragon. Snapdragon pho. No, I'm out of seltzer. Oh. Uh, the snap. I got a box of the Snapdragon pho bowls over there that I should actually probably make. It's been a while since I've had one because they're over there. Um you know it. <sighs> yeah. I, you know, I would like to think that I could go on to a show and try to talk sense into these people, but that's not. That's not how it's going to work. So, I'd like to talk about something kind of inane. I'd like to go onto a show with like a, you know, a Fox News host and talk about something completely dull. Like, let's talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about the return of spicy chicken nuggets and whether or not we think that's good. Should they just keep them? What's, you know should we should these restaurants like McDonald's should they have stuff that they keep taking off and bringing in the menu or should the shamrock shake be available 12 months out of the year that's what i want to talk about yeah. something stupid
1: cuz like yeah like joe rogan is something that like would be tempted to say i could go on there talk to him about covid i could talk to him about climate change but you know i always think of that quote you know do not argue with a fool they'll yeah. drag you down to their level and beat you with experience, you with experience yeah 100%. and like honestly there's there's a thing You know, I mean, as a scientist, you feel like, oh, well, you should have open discourse and you should talk things out. The problem is that the types of anti-science rhetoric that comes up these days are people that are willfully ignorant and who, you know, will will espouse lies as though they are fact. So, like, it's impossible. It's impossible to actually combat that as somebody who actually wants to, you know, express themselves truthfully like they'll try to sit there and say like you know I Tucker Carlson had Bill Nye on and was like what percentage of climate change is caused by humans and Bill Nye eventually was like all of it if that's what you want me to say all of it and like you know what i mean like all they're doing is is disingenuously trying to trap you in a statement yeah. that is not true and like they're they're not arguing in good faith they never are There's no point to having those conversations. It's a waste of everybody's time, unfortunately.
0: Um, Yeah. I'll go on Jimmy Fallon and talk about the Red Sox. How about that? That's my topic. Uh, Thank you to Danielle and Mrs. Manson and Jeremy and Glenn and Nate for sending in uh, emails. We always appreciate it here on the show, Uh, which brings us Doc, right around the one hour mark, almost exactly at the one hour mark. Um, to your piece of positivity. Wow. What's been what's been going well? What's exciting? What's happy? Well, yeah, I have got a few
1: things here. A few. I'm 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 rapidly approaching the end of my first draft of that text I said I was working on earlier. I'm working on the last chapter of content now. And it is a first draft. There are things I have to go back and fill in. I have to add questions, I have to do revisions, I have to add objectives and things that I skipped over the first time. But I'm almost there where the bulk of all of the text is finally written, so I feel like the light is at the end of the tunnel. That's, that's a good feeling. Um, and the other thing that I discovered uh, is manga. I've discovered manga, DC. I uh, said to myself, okay. I'd like to read some, something like a comic book, but I'm not interested in any uh, superhero comics that I'm currently aware of. And I said to myself, well, to start, I really, really enjoyed that anime, One Punch Man. And I know it's based on a manga. Um, I know there's a lot more issues of the manga than were ever made into an anime. So I'm going to start there. I'm going to read through the entire arc of One Punch Man up to where it is now. So I did that. I enjoyed it quite a bit. The The art style is, is fantastic. That's a really weird one because it started off as a webcomic. And the person who created it also drew the webcomic and actually they still write and draw the webcomic that still exists and is ongoing. But then at some point he's a, he's a terrible artist though. The guy who started it, it's, it's <laughs> okay. like, it's like very cartoony, um, like not cartoony. Obviously it's all, but like, like not, not detailed and very sort of plain, but then, uh, like a professional manga artist saw the webcomic and said, this is fantastic, I would like to partner with you and actually redraw the comic as like as Canon. And so there's now this basically a second series that really is redrawings of the original stuff. And they're both ongoing. Like they're both, he's still continuing to write and draw the original. This, this other version is still continuing to come out and, you know, he's taken the opportunity, the original author as they're going through this, you know, the redrawn version to tweak the story, to make changes, Like he's he is revising it in terms of what becomes canonical, and I think that's really, really a really cool setup there. And anyways, the 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 artist that the professional artist who came on is, wow! Like there's some like really beautiful panels uh, in that series, and I really enjoyed it. It's very you know funny. I think it's very well done. I really like the whole uh, the whole conceit of One Punch Man. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. And so rolling with the manga. I said, ah, you know what else I'd like to do? I've always been aware of horror manga. There's, in particular, there's this Japanese manga artist called Junji Ito, who I've been aware of for some time. And I said, I would like to read the collected works of Junji Ito, and I have also started working through those. And wow, that guy's got some, that guy's got some fucked up visuals and stories, and I am digging it. It's been really good, really cool, really refreshing Been kind of on a horror slump when it comes to, to movies and things. So I've been really enjoying reading through uh, the works of Junji Ito for sure. Uh, check them out. Those are my pieces of positivity.
0: How many are, how many are there?
1: So many. So <laughs> many. I, I couldn't even tell you. So many. Like there, He's got like this one volume of stories that there's like 16 volumes of it, and each one probably has, you know, six stories. Each volume is probably 200 pages at least. And like, and then of course, that's just the stories that are collected in those volumes. He's got other like standalone things. Like, uh, he's the guy who came up, you probably aren't familiar with this, but there's a series of movies called Tomei or Tommy is t- uh, maybe. pronounce it more like in English about this woman they're all based off of a collection of his works that he has in a sort of like an ultimate compendium of Um, he's more recently done adaptations of Frankenstein which I haven't read as well as a few other literary works Um, he did a collection of stories known as Uzumaki which means translates to spiral about this town that's cursed by the pattern of the spiral Um, interesting and that's a huge compendium he's got he's got a ton of works basically Um, and as I've been reading through them I've gotten through a lot of them at this point and really enjoying it really really been a bright spot in my week I would say last two weeks really I would say Uh, you're finding these online I'm assuming
2: oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah
0: how about you DC what are you on the high seas? Are you finding these on the high seas or are they readily publicly available?
1: Uh, you know, so kind of, kind of a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. The one thing I was really surprised about with manga is if you just go to Google and type in like read manga free, like and the title, like there are so many websites, and I think it has something to do with. Because it's weird, because like you know, you do that for a lot of different things, and like you don't see the search results, right? You're like, streaming sites are getting pulled from Google and all that sort of stuff. But these sites readily exist and are readily available in search results. And part of it, I think, has to do with the fact that the original work is, you know, usually in Japanese, and I think a lot of these sites kind of do their own work um, to tr- make translations and things. So it seems like there's this cottage industry of English language. Manga that's just sort of readily available to read online. Not everything, but a lot of it is there, um, which I was really kind of surprised to just sort of yeah, find. Was it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought that was kind of neat.
0: Cool. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, I have two. Uh, the first one I kind of alluded to with my answer about the, the talk show host. Uh, you know, while I don't watch a ton of games, I enjoy when baseball is on. I enjoy the baseball season. I enjoy paying attention and kind of keeping an eye on things. I was and- enjoying the lockout. There was a guy on Twitter
1: for every day of the lockout was drawing a picture of Mike Trout. And I, uh, <laughs> I was looking forward to, I, you know, I was li- always looking forward to his new drawing every day. The well, I don't know if it was eighty some odd days or something of the lockout. So it was a while. Yeah, it was. It was
0: a while. It was a while. But um, you know, I'm looking forward to baseball season. You know, we heard from Nate, who's a big Twins fan. The twins got a big boost uh in terms of their offense. So it'll be fun to see how they do bigger this bats year. Yeah, like the big wiffle ball.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, that's great.
0: Um but yeah, you know, as If I had to pick a team, it would be the Red Sox. I I don't have super high hopes for this season, but it'll be fun to watch games when they are available. I'll have the audio that I can listen to on my phone um, you know, for car rides and things of that nature if I happen to be traveling when a game is on.
1: What do you feel about the Blue Jay controversy?
0: Which controversy are you referring to?
1: Um, The fact that since home games are in Toronto... Yeah, a lot of players who refuse to be vaccinated won't be able to go into the country. And
0: yeah. so are they playing? I thought they were playing in Buffalo.
1: I don't know. I don't know a lot about it. I just heard around the edges. This is why I'm asking you. You're the one who's informed on the sports ball. Let me do a so quick,
0: quick cursory search here. Um, I had heard that. Yeah, you know, Canada has a pretty Uh, stringent vaccination policy. You're not allowed to enter the country if you are not vaccinated. So for the players who are uh, choosing not to be vaccinated, which is their right, um, you know, I think they're not allowed to play. But I had heard that they were playing in Buffalo.
1: I had heard that there was concern that, like, there was enough of these players making these choices that they're entitled to
0: that there was going to be a bunch of forfeit games and things like that. I'm, I'm trying to look and see here. I'm not seeing the, the, but that might be the case. You know, if you've got a team, you have to have what is it right now? It's 28 players it will get cut down to 25. If you have seven or eight players who can't make it into the country and you can't field the full team, you might have to uh, forfeit unless you're going to call up some people, which is interesting to me because, you know, reading all of the predictions on how the season's going to go, a lot of people are thinking the Blue Jays could make it deep into the playoffs. But it's going to be maybe that's why they think that. maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why they yeah, think it is, is because, you know, so many of these teams aren't going to be able to play or play as well. Uh, so that is uh, my first one. You know, welcome back baseball season. And yesterday I was home you know, figured I'd just take a day to rest and really try to kick the cold. and It seemed to have mostly worked. Um, And I started watching season two of Picard on Paramount. Plus I watched three episodes. It hasn't uh, released their full season yet. So I didn't want to get all the way caught up and then have to wait weekly. Uh, You know, Patrick Stewart, excellent actor. Um, You know, the character of Q from the next generation. Perhaps one of sci fi's uh if not you know just a great character altogether um and so the fact that he was back, albeit briefly was nice uh the story is interesting, I can't say I love uh the time travel element, but it's interesting, and they have announced for their final season, season three, they are bringing back pretty much the entire cast of the next generation, so For those fan, you know, my Sunday nights as a kid were spent watching the next generation with my parents. And so for for someone like me, this is, you know, this is exciting news. So uh, those will be my two, baseball and another season of Picard. All right. Sounds good. So that's what we've got going on. I hope you have something positive that you are looking forward to as we wrap up episode three fifteen, I believe of the DDT wrestling experience documents, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night.
1: Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read right on the air, you can send us an email podcast at DDT You can listen to our entire back catalog of episodes by going to your podcast repository of choice and simply searching for the show title DDT wrestling. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on, and it keeps this podcast train. chugging. luggin
0: He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Thank you for joining us this week, and hopefully every week, which means we'll see you next week. Until we meet again, my friends. Won't you be
2: our besties?